Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to agencygo.io to sign up today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How to Scale an Agency. I'm on with AJ Cassetta, and he has a company called Revenue Boost that helps agencies grow. Uh, it's a consultancy and course practice and, and also just a growth accelerator for agencies. And we're really excited to have him on the show. He has over, I, I believe it's what, seven, is it 7,000 people in your Facebook group? Uh, like 2,500. 20, okay, I got that number wrong. <laughs> but 2,500 people in your Facebook group. So we're really excited to have you talk about that some more and flesh that out for us. So how, how are you doing? Thanks so much for being on the show. Yeah, I'm doing awesome. Uh, thanks for having me, brother. Appreciate it, man. So tell me a little about Revenue Boost. I mean, what got you into this? And also, did you have some experience scaling your own agency prior? Is that why you jumped into helping agencies scale as well? Yeah, for sure, man. I was running a company called Magic Clicks before this. And we did pay, we actually did a paper lead model. So where we would generate leads with our own ad spend and then sell them for like two or three times the price. And yeah, scaled that agency for a couple of years. I ended up having to split with my business partner. We're still on good terms, but we just kind of had like very different visions for the business. He's still running it. While that happened, I was doing some consulting on the side for sales process because I handled all the biz dev for Magic Clicks, running all the outbound campaigns, closing all the deals, all of that. So after we split, I just realized like, hey, there's a, a lot of opportunity in the consulting. Uh, I really enjoyed it as well. I was honestly just doing a lot of it for free just because people were asking me. That was about a year ago and just decided to formalize it, create an offer and launch Revenue Boost. Sounds cool. So actually, you brought up sales process. and I feel like it's probably appropriate to, to dive in a little bit just because a lot of people are familiar with that company. And I think there's a lot of questions people have about it and the model and everything. So I'm curious, like, see, so I think I actually even maybe we've even been in touch before you joined. I don't know. I remember sales process, I think, contacted me like a year and a half, two years ago. And I think I communicate with someone on the team, but what was it like working with that? And you're, you're referring to salesprocess.io, right? With like Nick Cosman and stuff. Is that what you're talking oh, about? Oh, no, no. I was just saying like, uh, like the sales process, like I was handling. That okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm familiar like, with their company. Yeah. They're, they're pretty cool. Okay. I swear I saw someone on the team named AJ. So that's why I got confused, but I appreciate you uh, clarifying that for me. So when it comes to, you know, your experience now with agencies, we have a very similar model with, you know, agency go in the sense that, you know, we're, we're providing courses and things like that. But I think what's cool about what you guys do is uh, it definitely is more hands-on. I mean, what we're providing is platform and we don't really do like the hands-on consultancy or coaching. So can you walk me through how that works? How do you guys typically work with agencies? And also like, where are some of the biggest issues that, you know, you see agencies having on a regular basis? Yeah, definitely. So um, just to give some context, most of our clients we work with are agencies between like 10 to 50K a month. So we don't really help people start an agency. We look for people that already have, yeah, they have an offer, they have fulfillment dialed in, but they just need to scale up. So they've already got product market fit. The biggest issue is usually that they're just kind of like winging sales or winging marketing. Most agencies we work with, they're relying heavily on their network or referrals. So it's kind of like a lot of up and down months or paid ads, which everyone's been complaining about the last... Uh, the last year since iOS. Yeah, we do have a handful of clients that are already doing outbound and they want it just to work better to get more leads, but most of them just aren't doing it. So we're helping them get set yeah. up from the beginning. 
and then they're just winging their sales process. They don't really have like a structure or a script. They kind of just rely off their charisma, which can work if you're like really, uh, yeah, really slick, right? I totally right. get it. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of what I, I'm assuming you probably did the start and I, I yeah, did yeah. the start as well. It's just, you know, get as many people through the door ethically as you can and try to, you know, yeah, be charismatic, be understanding of their issues, and then you can get some sales closed. But it's not as scalable if you don't know the systems to scale sales teams. So I totally understand that. But when it comes to growth, like, could you give us some context on what you think helps these agencies grow quickly? I mean, if you were to come to an agency that was a blank canvas, let's say they were starting at 10 grand a month, and you were saying, how many gets you to 100 grand this month? What is the playbook to take them 10x in like, let's say 12 months? Yeah, for sure. So really just scaling outbound like as fast as possible and ideally combining that with organic. That's something I learned in this business because I the previous agency was just outbound, which was just like, yeah, yeah it works great. But um, with Revenue Boost, we really built a brand around the business and I started focusing a lot on my personal brand. And that just made everything like exponentially explode because then, you know, someone gets a random message from me or one of my team members, but then they Google and they see my name or they're part of our group or they see me on a podcast yeah. or whatever. So I think those two go go together like really, really well. It's definitely big. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because that's exactly how I started my agency was the same way. I would do all outbound. We scaled it to a good size through outbound, but it wasn't until this year that we started to do inbound. And it's been a huge game changer. I mean, it is so much easier to book like a hundred meetings in a month get with an inbound approach. You know, the funny thing is everyone comes to us and they're like, help us grow our lead gen and stuff. And, you know, we don't do the same hands-on approach as you do. So we can't really help them to the fullest extent. But I think what's interesting is that I actually usually tell them, look, if you're not posting enormous amount of content every week and you want to grow fast, you're going to work so much harder than someone else who is pushing out all that content because to create yeah. that much content doesn't take that much time, but it gives you an outsized return. All you need is one out of like 50 posts to go semi-viral. And now you have a huge batch of new people to contact. Whereas with outbound, it's linear. So I think I usually am telling people now, hey, just don't even... Don't even do outbound unless you're down to do inbound. And if you're not down to do inbound, just expect that you're going to grow slower. And totally, like, yeah. for, we have like five different channels we'll, we'll do simultaneously. And, and outbound calling now and emailing is actually the last thing that my BD does after they've hit up everybody on social through my channels. Like, cause those are just way juicier. We can get so many meetings from that. So we typically hit that first because we get so many conversations going and then we'll you know, go to like the outbound calling and stuff like that. But that's, that, that, that works really well too. It's just that it's not as like immediate, I would say, as the social stuff. So if you could also explain maybe a little bit, like when you're working with an agency, I mean, what are the typical things that hold them back? I mean, a lot of agencies I've noticed, you know, have sometimes they're their own worst enemy. They'll make excuses for why they can't grow, why they can't scale. So like, what are some, yeah. maybe some mental growth hacks you can share around how to get people in the right mindset? to actually grow? I mean, what are the things that typically hold them back on the personal side, do you think? Yeah, man. Well, like you said, it's definitely a mindset because, you know, if you think about sales, I, the way I like to think about sales is, is actually like really, really simple. Like if you think about the steps, like I'm sending a message, I'm giving someone a call, right? Even if you suck at it, but you just do it like a lot. And that's not the way, right? But no matter what, like the odds of the numbers game will play in your favor. Yeah. So sales isn't complicated. Like most, most of us do way more complicated or like smarter things for our clients. Right. So it's really just about doing it. Of course you want to have a good strategy and get good at it, but it's most people, they're just not, they're just not doing it. They focus on a million other things that aren't sales. Right. And that's why in our program, we actually have like a, 
a life coach, like a positive psychology coach who basically just helps oh, nice. like mindset. So once a week they can come talk and be like, Hey, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. Help me, help me get it done. <laughs> uh, basically she helps students with uh, mindset and productivity. So like planning out their week, planning out when they're actually going to do the thing. And then also like the mindset and emotional blocks that comes up with it. You know, that's fantastic. I have this conversation a lot with agency owners where I'm constantly promoting that they get into software. I'm like, you should build a software product. You should build a software product. But there's a caveat to it, which is even though software has like crazy multiples and is like the one one surefire thing I think that'll make people into multimillionaires. Obviously, there's other ways to do it. Don't get me wrong. But that's like one really cool way too, if you can. But it requires a lot of dedication and it requires an understanding of like the technical elements of SaaS and it's not for everybody, yeah. right? So I don't know where you fall on that spectrum, but for whatever reason, it sounds like you've chosen the course route, which is the other route I tell people to do. I say, look, if you don't have the technical experience, or you're not willing to learn the technical things. I recommend you start courses because the margins are really good too, if not like the same. Plus it's very scalable. It may not have the same enterprise value, maybe not the same multiples, but it doesn't really matter because the courses for most agencies solve the same problem, which is most agencies are trying to put their agencies together as if it's like a sandcastle and then there's a big wave and it knocks the entire thing yeah. out. Whereas like course or a technology is like a, a steel building, you know, it's just going to stay there and you can scale it. So can you describe to me some of the difference between when you were working with an agency and your own agency versus now having a course and also service element, but a lot of courses, like what's the difference been in your life since making that transition? Has it been easier to like, grow businesses since you have that approach like what's can you can you describe the difference to the people who are listening and thinking of going into uh building their own courses and things like that yeah definitely so no i think um i've really learned a lot about the the value of leverage and it's something that uh alex Ramosi talks about a ton yeah he explains it he explains it really well if you're on if you're listening to this podcast you should know who he is <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you definitely should but um, yeah, I mean, honestly, like at least the difference it's made in my life is just so much more freedom. Like in our business, we had a really good growth spurt at the beginning. We had like 50K in our fourth month. And if that yeah. was an agency, like I would have been like crying, you know, um, <laughs> it was still hectic and we still had to kind of like slow down since then and not just keep growing the way we we're growing. But it was definitely like manageable. You know, I have no idea how yeah. that could be possible in a regular service-based business. So yeah, it was just been a, it's been a lot simpler. Yeah, that was my vision for the business because the last business we were running it had a, really a lot of moving parts. This was just something that I wanted to build to be like very simple, as lean as possible. I mean, I've been traveling for the last couple of years, so like a big thing for me is just having having good work life balance. Like if I go take a vacation, normally let's say with an agency or with the last agency, if I take a vacation, there'd be like a lot of client work to do, and I could maybe cut back my hours a little bit by doing less sales. But here it's like outside of the sales and the growth, there's really very minimal time I need to spend on fulfillment. So yeah, that's the big thing. Take them away. Yeah. Hi, this is Lucas James. Are you struggling to get meetings booked with potential prospects for your agency? I'll tell you what, when I first started, I had the same issue, but I was able to AB test hundreds of different variations of copy on multiple channels and figured out a secret formula to convert anyone from anywhere into taking a meeting with me. I've mastered this approach and now my agency, Twiz, books meetings on autopilot. Last year, we booked 1,731 meetings, closed 234 accounts, and 
generated $1.72 million in revenue. I want the same thing for your agency, so I've decided to give away some of my best performing outbound copy scripts for free. That's right, absolutely free. If you want to transform your business for free, go to agencygo.io forward slash leads to get your free lead scripts today. That's agencygo.io forward slash leads. Now back to the show. I mean, we saw a huge, huge growth curve this month in agency go because it was the first month I was, I, I said to myself, look, you know, the software isn't perfect. I mean, there's definitely things I would like to change. I mean, I'd probably like to redo the design a little bit, but people are using it and they're using it a yeah. lot. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just focus on sales now. I mean, there's really, I could, I can keep developing the crap out of this thing, but if I just focus on sales now, everything's gonna be good. And you don't have that, you don't have that same reliability with an agency. And so everyone listening to the show, I'm always telling them, look, like if it's not a course or a SaaS product, it's an agency. And if it's an agency, you're going to always be trying to like stick this thing together with glue. I mean, it's going to be really tough. It's going to be constantly falling apart no matter what size you're at. I mean, and the fastest, the, the largest agencies I've ever talked to who are just pure agencies, it took them a long time and like yeah. 20, 30% compounding growth a year, which is actually really good relative to the stock market, which is why agencies are so amazing. But it just took a long time. Like it couldn't be done any other way. So if you're not like the kind of person who's into a lifestyle business and you want like slow growth and you want to just kind of like build that model around yourself, you got to build a course because otherwise you can't really scale without making some of your customers unhappy. Uh, whereas with the software or product, you can scale and your customers will also be happy while you're scaling, which is you know such a huge difference. So is there anything else you want to add really before we go into the lightning round of questions uh, at the end here? Anything you know you've been on your mind about agency growth or maybe like a cool new you know tip or trick that you've learned recently on how to grow an agency faster since this is what you do every day. So I think just one thing to comment about what you said last, you know, like because the software is much easier to fulfill, you can just focus so much more on sales. And for me, that's my favorite part of the business, sales and marketing, like fulfillment operations. It's really not my thing. It's kind of, obviously I have to learn it to get to the next level and get better at um, operations. But yeah, just having a more leveraged business model allows you just to focus on growth, which at least for me is like the most fun part, right? One uh, quote that one of my old mentors would always tell me is, it's easy to build an agency to seven figures, but really hard to scale it beyond the eight figures. And with software, it's the opposite. It's really hard to build it to the first seven figures, but then to build it from eight figures from there, it's way easier. So I always thought that's uh, yeah. interesting, you know? Yeah, no, we're, we're really excited. I mean, I put a really big goal out there. I want to get past 160 MRR by the end of the year, but that would require a lot of virality. So we'll see if we can do that. I don't know. I mean, that would be nuts, but probably a lot of virality would need to happen for that to occur. So. I bet you could do it. I mean, especially because it's like you have the community and network effect and all that too. Yeah. I mean, there's the, the we're really focusing on influencers now. It's actually been a little easier to get influencers involved than I thought, mainly because most of the influencers I want promoting my product, I'm already like promoting theirs like crazy because I already, yeah. I love their product. So, so it's, it's an easier way to be like, hey, I'm a huge fan of your product. Would you mind taking a look at mine? Than saying, yeah, yeah. hey, you have an audience of all these people push me out there and like, I hope you, you know, like it. It's just it's more authentic. So we're really hoping that that helps, but we'll see. Anyways, uh, enough about me. I want to finish up here with the lightning round of questions. When did you guys launch the agency or this, this service? 
August last year. So it's July now. So we're about 10, uh, 10 months in. Got it. And what's one thing you wish you knew when you were 20? When I was 20, hmm, probably to start my own thing sooner. You were saying you're at Magic Clicks. Were you working for Magic Clicks or was that your business before? No, it was a company I co-founded with two other partners. Oh, okay. But I, I was working in the corporate world for like five years before. And I, I kind of waited like uh, a little bit too long just thinking, oh, let me build my skills, build my knowledge a little bit more. But either way, you're going to suck ass when you start. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just I think it's a huge wake-up call because it sounds like we're roughly around the same age. I'm 26. I turned 27 in Ooh. like two months. But it's definitely interesting because, you know, when I got started at 22, I thought, oh, my God, like, why is there no one else doing this in my age? Like I wanted more people who yeah. are my age too. I could like bounce ideas off of, but then now it's like there's kids starting at 16 that are already scaling. I mean, I listen to this, the guy who launched a uh, paddle, which is uh, he's around our age too. It's now like worth $1.4 billion. And I, in the interview oh, that yeah. they had, yeah. With Nathan Latka, his interview, he was saying that at 15, his company, his SaaS company was doing a million dollars a year. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what? Where are these people coming from? You know, that's it's just crazy, insane. Man, yeah. I know. I'm always like, there's always so much FOMO, but you know, yeah. it's, it's interesting. I definitely think people should start as soon as they can. So, and then last question or last two questions, what is a business book you'd recommend for the audience? Definitely Built to Sell. That was a book that mm-hmm. I read right before I started Revenue Boost. And it really, uh, it really kind of laid the foundations for how I wanted to grow it. And everything like worked really well. Also, a bonus is millionaire consulting, even if you're not in the consulting business. I mean, I think as an agency, you're still kind of, you're kind of a consultant, right? But there's a lot of good gems in that book too. But build to sell is cool because even if you don't plan to sell your business, you should still build it as if it was sellable because that's just a easier business to run, you know? It really is. I mean, that's, that's the big thing is once we started realizing that and focusing on that model, then we focus way more on product focus way more on systems, focus way more on removing ourselves from the day to day. Right now, actually, it's kind of funny, my business partner and I, we don't even, we don't even operate in the agency. It's like, we got the right people in the right place. And and they pretty much run everything. It's kind of like, that's what happened to us when we started to sort of build the cell, I guess. And last question is, you kind of already touched on it, but I don't know if you want to add anything to it, which is, what would you do if you had to grow, you know, 10x in 12 months, but you did kind of cover that already. Anything else you'd add? Yeah. So I think, uh, again, just doubling down on outbound, not estimating, not underestimating it and then combining it with organic. But I guess to yeah. build on it, you know, when you learn outbound skills, like how to write a good cold email, you can do that to also get on podcasts, get on shows, get on events, um, yeah. speak at events. So I think you can, not, not a lot of people realize that, but you can use it both ways. Like I cold emailed the future, that YouTube channel. That was right when we started our business and that video got like, that video really took off. I gave like a really awesome, like 90 minute presentation for their, uh, for their YouTube channel and the audience loved it. I had a lead magnet back to the group. I said, Hey, everyone just comment below leads and uh, I'm going to give you a free mini course. And I would comment back just to get like more engagement for the video. Right. But I would tell everyone, go to the group. There's a free mini course inside with that strategy. We had, uh, our group went from like 600 to 1200 members in like a week. So from there, and that's when I really realized the power of it. And I just kept, you know, outbounding to get booked on shows and stuff and just funneling that into uh, into our group. So this is a little bit of a selfish question, but I know people in here are also thinking the same thing because they want to do this as well. I'm considering, I have a Facebook group and I've kind of like just let it sit there because really the growth for us is in the Slack group. But 
just out of curiosity, you're seeing this Slack group and you're seeing everything there. I mean, is there anything when you're, when, if someone were to come to you and say, should I do a Slack group, paid Slack group, or a, a free Facebook group, or both, the scale and offer kind of like this? Like, what would you, what would you tell them? Like, what's the pros and cons, I guess, of both from what you've seen? I think both have their part. Like, I would love to build a low, low price Slack group step between our free Facebook group and our high ticket stuff. So, just one of the, the many things on the to-do list and the growing list of ideas, right? But <laughs> yeah. I, so you would still think, do both. You would still do both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. definitely. Because the, the free is just a great way to get found and to leverage like the SEO on Facebook and their traffic. So I would just use the free group to promote the paid Slack. And then it'd be much easier to probably sell the higher ticket stuff inside of there. Out of Slack. Yeah, fantastic, man. Well, thank you so much. Is there any way that people can get in touch with you and how can they start working with you if they want to? If they're not an agency go member, because I know you're inside, but what's the best way for someone to contact you if they're not? But yeah, you can look me up on LinkedIn, AJ Casada, or join our Facebook community, B2B Sales and Marketing Secrets. I'm a super active in there. Fantastic. And it's AJ Casada with AJ and then space C as in cat, A-S-S-A-T-A, right? Thanks for that. Yeah, right. That's right. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, AJ, for being on the show. We appreciate it. Uh, for everybody listening, AJ has blitz scaled this agency consulting firm and course collective kind of growth accelerator for agencies, helping them with outbound lead gen and all sorts of things to help them grow faster online, uh, typically focusing on the 10 to 50K MRR mark for these agencies. We appreciate you being on the show, AJ. We're going to get you back on here, hopefully in a quarter or so. Thank you so much for being on the show and best of luck to you and everything you got going on. Thank you.